Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 47 of Walk On Radio. Hump, finally, we're gonna do it. We've been we've been delaying it for so long. But here it is. FBS football still exists. I know we're kind of all in on FCS, but hey, there's still some good college football going on. Hump, how are you feeling? Well, I'm good. Uh, you know, I think that this is this is more due to uh, the whole FBS in the fall, FCS in the spring aspect we had last year. And so I think you and I really got just immersed in, in FCS football, in the fans, in the interaction of, of all the different fan bases from across the country. We make a deep playoff run, so... FCS is near and dear to our hearts, but FBS still still big time, you know, major college football, uh, and we're here to talk about it today. Yeah, you've said it before in a couple episodes back. Uh, it's easy to do an NFL preview because you know who's playing at all times, yep. contract situation. College football, especially FBS, is a little bit hard because uh, you don't really know who's going to be the next guy up. We saw a lot of guys leave for the draft, so uh, you never know. It's new every year, and that's also the fun thing about college football is every year there's, it's a new team. But uh, we have a new season coming up. Football is coming soon. And speaking of football, 11 days, huh? 11, 11 days. days. Sam Houston State plays. So talk to me about the game. How are you feeling? And uh, are you excited? Well, Dalton, uh, 11 days, that is that is incredible considering uh, May 16th. We played our last game for the national title. Uh, but I'm excited. It's in uh, Flagstaff, Arizona, NAU. Uh, they've got a, actually got a beautiful facility uh, didn't Brand they just, new. Yeah, they just put new turf, new all inside. New turf, new uniforms. Yeah. I think a new logo. They're, they, uh, they're bringing out all the stops for national champs. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I say that jokingly, but that's that's going to be the theme this year. You know, you and I talked about on, on previous episodes that we just got a nice big shiny target on our back. Uh, and, and I think people... I think people circled our names in red to begin with just because of what Sam Houston's been able to do the last 10 or 15 years. But now, you know, uh, I mean, everybody wants a piece of, of Sam Houston State, and, and, and for good reason. Uh, but NAU, they're, they're going to be a, a solid foe. Uh, obviously, we're going to watch a lot of film on them coming up in the, in the next week or so. But, you know, they play, play in the big sky. That's a, that's a major, major conference in the FCS world. Uh, and so I, I, think, I think they're going to be really good. Yeah, they've always been really close, but kind of kind of fall off they, towards the end. But they they've been doing really they well. Lost, uh, didn't they lose off the crazy hail mary yeah. against Weber State yeah. in, the, in the spring? Yes, yeah. I mean they're yeah Weber State is a you know a, a very very common playoff team in the last five or so years. Uh, but like Coach Keeler likes to tell us uh, during meetings and stuff, like you said, target on our back that we're going to be the guy that the teams are going to whip out their new uniforms for. They're going to have a themed night or, you know, anything in that area. They're going to circle our names. So every game is a big game for us. And uh, we're playing on a Thursday yep. at 8 p.m. So it's going to be, you know, it's a dome, but it's going to be a night game. It's, uh, it's going to be really fun. Flying fly out Wednesday. Uh, so it'll be good to get back on a plane for, for an away trip. Uh, last year we were busting everywhere. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a good time. So we'll cover that next episode. We're going to talk more into it. Uh, we'll get back into our normal routine. Yeah. Pick them. Uh, we've actually we've got, we've got some exciting news for, uh, for Pick'em this year. But we will, we will get to that next episode. Yeah, talking about exciting news, Hump, we also have some something uh something in development that we want to of course we can't tell you but uh why don't you why don't you preview what's going on well uh there's no pen to paper no pen to paper yet but we've we've been in some talks with uh with a possible and well i say possible it's going to happen uh but we're going to be partnering with uh with a certain someone certain something uh but we don't want to give too much away but we are we're very excited uh, and i think the future of walk on radio is uh 
it's going places. I, I truly believe that. You know, what we've been able to do in the last, you know, a little bit over a year, I think is pretty impressive. Uh, recently, we've we've garnered a lot of attention. Uh, and so it, it's pretty cool for me and Dalton. You know, we this kind of just started out as a hobby uh, and it's still a hobby, but, but to see where it's gotten, uh, it, it's, it's pretty neat. So in the coming weeks, you know, we're, we're going to be announcing something. Uh, we are, we're definitely excited. Yeah. I remember, you know, probably about a year ago now I approached hump with just a funny idea just because I was in a radio class and I thought it'd be really cool. And uh, hump kind of picked it up and ran with it. We've been doing this since and uh, we're really excited. going to be some cool news and uh, hopefully you know that means uh you'll see some upgrades with walk on radio but uh enough of that we have we have some FBS football to get into and before we start that before we start our preview and we've asked this before but we have some new followers some new listeners they probably don't know so hump and uh this is FBS cuz yep, I know yep, I know you're a we'll big go, FCS we'll guy yeah, but yeah. uh who's your favorite college football player ever I know this answer I think most people are going to know what you're going to say <laughs> But who is your favorite college football player? Well, if it was FCS, it would be a tie between Eric Schmidt and Jaquez Ezzard, mm-hmm. uh, naturally. But since it's FBS, my favorite, uh, my favorite college football player of all time, and this is if you if you've been a long time listener, this is no surprise. Me and Dalton have had plenty of arguments back and forth to why this guy is the greatest college football player of all time. Well, but it's not it's not other debated. Than, it's not other than Vince Young. Vince Young, I mean. I mean, the guy is is a Texas Longhorn legend, uh, greatest Texas Longhorn of all time. Should have won a Heisman Trophy, but he didn't care about the Heisman Trophy, Dalton Meyer. He cared about winning a national championship. He took down, you know, what was thought of one of the greatest college football dynasties of all time in USC with Matt Leiner, Reggie Bush, that that whole gang. And Vince Young rode in on his on his trusty steed and and dethroned the Trojans. So for that, Vince Young. Forever in my heart is is one of the greatest. Should is the greatest of all time. But he is my favorite college football player. I've met him. Uh, I've got a I've got a Texas Longhorn Vince Young jersey from back in the day. Uh, and so yeah, big big Vince Young guy. You know, I'm glad you appreciate Vince Young. He's not the greatest quarterback in college football history. Unfortunately, there's plenty of other names you can throw out there. But uh, one of the best moments in college football history ever, of course, is it's hard to debate that. Mine's a little bit out of left field. Okay. And, and, okay. and uh, if you've listened to our older episodes, you know who this is. Uh, you know, I, I didn't really dabble in college football until late, until I really knew what was going on. And uh, there was a period where Florida State was dominant. We're talking Jameis Winston time when uh, everyone thought Jameis Winston was the GOAT. You know, he's still, he's still doing his thing with the Saints. But uh, this Florida State team was different. And they had a tight end on their team named Nick O'Leary. And the thing that's funny and why I've always liked him is because, like me, he does not wear gloves. You don't see that. You don't see that very often anymore. Uh, you know, Dallas Clark in the NFL, he did the finger tape, but Nick O'Leary doesn't wear gloves. And I always like. I was like, you know, that's what I do. I kind of like it. He's uh, he could catch the ball. He can do everything he wanted. Run people over. And, uh, you know, I, I love tight ends. I support tight ends. He's the first one I really paid attention to and started watching. And, uh, like I said, no gloves. We kind of have a little connection now. He needs a finger tape because I think that's the best, best looking college football, period. But, uh, no gloves. He must have been good at something. You know what I'm saying? So, well, let me ask you this. Do you not wear gloves because of him, or does he not wear gloves because of you? I mean, he probably saw my tape okay. and said, okay. great idea. Yeah. But uh, I, I definitely... That's what I was thinking. I definitely didn't feel bad that I stopped wearing gloves because, you know, if he can do it, I can do it. Yeah. He's on the bills now, I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. He's, okay. uh, so, I mean, still he doesn't wear gloves. I, I'm not going to lie. I don't, I don't know of who you're talking about. Obviously, I'm not a avid tight end follower uh but that is awesome that's cool that you you know your favorite player uh 
was on a team that had Jameis Winston on it, yeah. who, who was who was everyone's favorite player at the time. Uh, but that that's 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 a good one. Yeah, I never, I didn't really have a favorite college football team when I was little uh, because college football wasn't wasn't at where it is now, where it's such a a big thing. It was still going on, but uh, you know, it's not what it was. It's not what it is now. So you know, I'm just watching, and whoever's on the TV the most is who you're gonna see. And at the time, it was Florida State, and uh, I see a tight end with no gloves. I love him. Is there, is there any other random college football players growing up that you just you just gravitated towards that, that you really like, no, no matter the team? Well, uh, I mean, like I said, I didn't I didn't really know who was who, so I always ended up watching Johnny Manziel. And okay. He's not a random guy, but uh, I didn't know who this guy was. And I think people don't realize how good Mike Evans was in college because Johnny Manziel was the star of the show. So you, so Johnny Manziel has this guy Mike uh, Mike Evans who's everywhere catching everything, and I mean he's doing such a good job. People probably don't even remember that Mike Evans played with Johnny yeah. Manziel. People probably don't even remember that DeAndre Hopkins was played for Clemson. Yeah, like no. there's so many of these stars that oh, we yeah. didn't know who was who that was doing their thing, and just like you didn't appreciate how good they were until until they became a superstar. Well, there's ton, I mean, there's tons of NFL players that I could say right now that I, I guarantee you never watched play one snap in college. Yeah, Josh Allen yeah. from Wyoming, Aaron Donald at Purdue. Um, uh, what's another one? Uh, wait, did Aaron Donald go to Purdue? Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Khalil Mack went to Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, uh, Stephon Diggs, Maryland. I mean, just, but just a bunch of weird ones. But if I had to pick some random college football players growing up that you've probably never heard of that I, that I loved, uh, I'd go West Virginia's duo, uh, Pat Watt and Steve Slayton mm-hmm. loved them. Uh, and then Oregon's quarterback, you know, kind of when they first started doing the crazy, Uniforms was uh, Dennis Dixon. I mm. love Dennis Dixon. Honestly. Another, and I, I know you know his name, but TCU when they had that little that little famous run that they had where they should have made the college football playoff, didn't make the cut. That whole team. What was the quarterback? Trayvon Boykin. Yeah, Trayvon Boykin is, and I was a huge Trayvon Boykin band, uh, fan because my sister she she graduated from TCU and she actually worked for the football program, and so she actually she got a Big 12 championship ring yeah. that year. Uh, so pretty cool. I was around that. Uh, you know, Lauren, obviously she worked really hard for the football team and did a lot of stuff in recruiting, so Trayvon Boykin was, was basically her, her Superman. Another player, and you might have to correct me on this, I think it's West Virginia, Tavon, Tavon Austin, Austin yep. everyone's favorite highlight tape before, oh, they, they, before games. Most people regard that as the greatest uh, highlight reel of all time. Uh, you know what's funny? There's another player – High school tape that I've seen that everyone has said like could have been one of the best uh, college football players, Allen Iverson. I don't know if you've oh, seen his yeah, tape. Oh yeah, I've seen it. Oh but yeah, played quarterback, could oh, play yeah. receiver, and I mean he was insane. But of course he ended up being a you yeah. Know, well, it's like famer. have you ever seen LeBron? Yeah, play receiver. Like he was he was the number one rated receiver in the state of Ohio uh, in high school, and then he quit. Do he you think? Basketball. Do you think LeBron would be a tight end or a wide receiver? Um, you know, I mean, I feel like he'd be similar to like a Kyle Pitts. Like, yeah, we we call him a tight end because he's six foot nine, but I don't know that LeBron would do too much blocking. Yeah. Uh, but who's covering that? Like, I I legitimately think if LeBron like Le, prime LeBron James, I legitimately think he'd be a top three tight end in the NFL. Doesn't he have? Didn't Jerry Jones give him a contract? There's and he's got it. there's rumors that Jerry Jones during the NBA lockout that Jerry Jones offered 
LeBron a a contract and he has it framed in his in his home. So man, that would have been cool for a, for a Cowboys fan like you and a LeBron fan like me. I mean, I am <laughs> I am I am Lord LeBron fan, and obviously I'm a big Dallas Cowboys. So that would have been an instant jersey purchase. So Lord LeBron, does that mean you think he's the goat? I don't think he's the goat, Dalton. I know he's the goat. Good answer. Uh, that's that's the correct answer. I'm yeah, not arguing with you. Yeah, I you know I know some of your roommates uh, oh. love to dispute me on that, and and no, this we won't get into it because this isn't a basketball show. But if you're if you're disputing that he's the greatest now, you're just you're never going to change your mind. Yeah, uh, actually, our our surprise news is we're starting a basketball podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, let's move on to college football preview, FBS, of course, and we're going to start off with the Pac-12. You know, the Pac-12 kind of fallen off as of late, but uh, uh, some teams are starting to come back. USC, they're starting to build a little team. We have UCLA. Utah's always in and out. You have Oregon. You have Washington. So, Hump, talk me through the Pac-12. Who do you think's winning? And uh, any surprises this year? Well, Dalton, uh, you know, you, you said it best. I think the Pac-12, um, I don't know if they're close to a national title contention uh, anymore like they once were with Oregon. Uh, but if there's one team that, that, you know, could compete for a national title, I think it is Oregon. Uh, you know, USC has been better of lately. They're not back to where they were, uh, back in the early two thousands, but you know, Utah intrigues me. Washington intrigues me. Stanford's always got good teams. Uh, Arizona state, they're, they're a little wishy-washy, but I, you know, I, I think that I, to me, the clear cut favorite here is Oregon. Uh, and that, that's who I'm going to roll with as my, uh, prediction on on who wins the Pac-12, but you know I don't I don't see anyone in this conference as a college football playoff team. Uh, but if if I had to pick, so in the North I'd probably take Oregon. In the South I would probably take. Man, what happened to UCLA? A team that, uh, that should be a lot better, yeah. but they cannot do it. You would think, being you know you're the Cal- uh, college in California, Los Angeles, you have this beautiful facility. And they just seem to struggle with recruiting and, and overall play. It's just, it's crazy. Well, they, they should be a lot better, yeah. no no doubt. But if I had to pick a team out of the South, uh, you know, I'm going to take 15th ranked USC uh, for the for the Pac-12 championship, and, and I'll take Oregon to win that. So I'm going to go different with you. Okay. I I think USC takes the Pac-12 this year. Okay. Uh, Kenan Slavis has been the quarterback for the last two years. He played well last year. He's done a good job, and I think they're kind of starting to build. Their receiving core has gotten a lot better. Their defense has improved. But, man, do not sleep on Arizona State. Herm okay. Edwards is, is coaching that team up. They got a young quarterback that played a lot last year. And Arizona State, you know, they, they've lost a, they lost a couple bad ones, but I think they're close. Now, Oregon, Oregon is, is always a favorite. But, man, I just I've, – I've watched – for some time last year, I seemed to watch their games a lot more than I normally did, and they just really impressed me. It'll probably end up being USC versus Oregon, but man, give me USC this year. Well, and and one uh, transfer that USC got in the in the off season uh, that I'm remembering right now is former Texas Longhorn running back Keontae Ingram. Yeah, and so you know I, he 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 never became just the guy at Texas, but he had the talent too. I mean, he's a number one rated recruit out of Carthage High School. Uh, in the country, well, number one running back, and and so he, he obviously the talent is there, uh, and I think I think at USC that that he is going to succeed. Another transfer that they got was uh, from Marshall, Texas. I actually played against him, but uh, Memphis standout Taj Washington. Uh, he transferred to USC. He 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 was on the uh, 
freshman All-American team for receivers, and so I think that he's going to do really well. But give me the Ducks. Um, I, I think – I think that they got hit really hard by the COVID, uh, you know, aspect of the fall. You know, they had a lot of opt outs, had a lot of, lot of, you know, guys declare for the draft. Uh, Penny Sewell, mm-hmm. that was a, that was a bad loss. Uh, and also, we missed what could have been such an interesting game: Oregon versus North Dakota North State. North Dakota State, yeah, um, that, yeah, that it, the fall was just weird, uh, and I think Oregon got hit by that. Uh, so yeah, give me give me the Ducks in a normal year this season. Now we have two other ranked teams in the Pac-12. We have number twenty Washington and twenty four Utah. And there was a point where Utah was a top ten team, and Washington yeah. always does kind of well, but never can seem to make it all the way. What do we think about those two teams? And uh, they can just kind of stay in that bottom range. I think that I think that you said it best right there. I think that you know they could be ranked at the end of the year, but they're not going to get any higher than you know. 14, 15, 16. I could see them kind of beating up on each other. Utah is pretty pretty notorious for having a solid defense. Uh, and Washington, you know, they've had some good quarterbacks over the years, Jacob Eason. Um, and, and so did, did Washington make a college football playoff? I think so. Yeah, they did. With uh, Jake Browning, right? Yes. That's, man, wow. Uh, well, they're not making it this year. But, uh, you know, what about Washington State? What about Washington State? Did, I mean, I think I think ever since once one yeah, leaks left, they just kind of fell off. Uh, I agree. Another team, too, man, is Stanford. Stan- what, Stanford Stanford's relevant. Fall. Yeah, they they should be more relevant. Yeah. Uh, I think that – I don't know. Do you think the academic standards that they have hinders their athletic success? I mean, it's got to be something like that. It's just – it's the Pac-12 is kind of disappointing for me because there's all these good teams. You have your Stanford, even Cal, Oregon State, and UCLA, and just like nobody really competes for Arizona. For Arizona, yeah. I, I mean, golly, I feel like they. I don't know all these all these beautiful campuses. Like, I, why can't they recruit better? You know, I don't know. And I, I think it also comes down to because they don't make the playoffs and they don't win national championships. You know, a lot of people want to. They want to go to the SEC. They want to compete. Why Texas is going to the SEC? Yeah. So the <laughs> yeah. and and oh yeah. Before we didn't even mention this. Oh, well, it's it, because we, we have, don't even know what it means. Yeah, we have. This could be the last few years before everything gets switched around. Yeah. So you never know if this is their last time competing for the Pac-12. So a lot of things are going to change after these next few years. So this could be the last time we see this group in the Pac-12. Well, what, Dal- what Dalton's referring to is this, you know, reports of an ACC Pac-12 Big Ten alliance, and I don't. Even, what does that even mean? Is it just a mega conference now? I, or? I guess it's the SEC versus everybody. Yeah, I, I mean, it, listen, I'm not going to get into it, but but we've said this before. This is the beginning of the end of college football as we know it, uh, and, and all these moves are. I'm not saying they're bad because I don't know how we won't know if it's bad until until it's happened. But, it, you know, this format of college football is is on its last breath. It's going to be very fun to watch. We will see new alignments. Maybe we'll see an expanded playoff. We never know. We better see an expanded playoff. So Oregon, USC are our picks. Yep. We'll, we'll keep it following, of course, with our pick on we'll make We'll have to make a... Our little our little post graphics. Yeah. Uh, so at the end of the year, we can we can play who's who's stupid. <laughs> so next up, we have the Big Ten, and the Big Ten this last fall had a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, as Indiana came out of nowhere and had themselves a great season. Penn State fell off the map. had had a pretty rough season. Ohio State does what Ohio State does. We have Michigan, who you know, we thought was going to be Jim Harbaugh's last year. He's still there, surprisingly. Iowa always does well. Northwestern, Nebraska, they competed. Ooh. Wisconsin, so many, and like like we said, alignment. We never know where they're going, but this is a stacked Big Ten right now. So, Hump, 
Talk to me about the Big Ten. What are you thinking? It's a stacked Big Ten that I couldn't tell you how it's going to end up. There's a lot of – I mean, you've got – okay, Ohio State's ranked four. You've got Wisconsin at 12. You've got Indiana at 17. Iowa at 18. Penn State at 19. So you've literally got 17, 18, and 19 all right there jumbled up. Uh, and that's that's not counting – you know, Michigan's unranked. Northwestern is unranked. Northwestern's on your ranked. That's – after it's the crazy. Se- after the season they had last year, I feel like that's a Didn't little Didn't they dist- compete for the Big Ten Championship? Yes, they played Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. Crazy. I mean, uh, they, they lost. It, it wasn't a pretty game, but no, still but, not but, ranked. No, I, I think they had an awesome fall season, uh, and, and to not be in the top 25 is a little bit of a slap in the face, but... You know, uh, I think Rutgers is getting better. Uh, they showed promise in the fall, a team that's been just god-awful this, this decade. Uh, that So... Lot, lot going on here, uh, but you know it's hard not to pick Ohio State. It's it's hard to not pick them, you know, especially coming out of the East uh, and out of the West. Little weaker side, but give me Wisconsin. I know that these are pretty pretty boring uh, picks, but uh, if I did have one hot take here, okay, I am picking Ohio State to win the Big Ten. But here's my hot take: Ohio State will not be a part of the College Football Playoff. Uh oh. Well, it, we'll get into that later, but they will not be a part of, of Ryan's college football playoffs. It was announced one day ago, Ohio State has named their starting quarterback. His name is C.J. Stroud. Now, I couldn't tell you anything about him. I haven't uh, I haven't really looked into him. I'm excited to see him. You mean it's not Quinn, Quinn Evers? Hey, did you see the pictures of him on campus? <laughs> I did. It looks great. 17-year-old rocking I, it out. I'm, I'm rooting against him. But. Um, but the Big Ten, man, of course it's an Ohio State-run conference. Let me ask you this, Hump. Does Indiana have the same season it has in the fall? They had this dream season, kind of, kind of surprised everybody. I like the quarterback. I like the quarterback picks. Um, I don't know. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say that it's a basketball school. Uh, who is that that I always mess with? Kentucky. Yeah. You, you always love Kentucky, but I always said it was a basketball school. Indiana. It's a basketball school. Uh, but you know, again, this is going to be a conference that just totally beats up on each other. Uh, I think Penn State. I'm not going to say they're back uh, because they haven't really been anywhere, but they will be better. Uh, they, they will finish the season, you know, in that 15, 16, 17, 18 range. That's that's my prediction. But, yeah, I just – man, I just have a hard time not picking Ohio State right now, especially with Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, you know, two of the best college football receivers in the country. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like that's a pretty safe pick. Yeah, I'm going to say Indiana does not have the same season it had last year because I think – I'm going to say Penn State's back – I mean, look, this last season was a fluke for Penn State. They, that's not who they are. I think they come back uh, pretty angry, pretty upset. Michigan, Michigan is just same old Michigan. Early pick, Ohio State versus Michigan. Ohio State. Yeah. But, like, I, I need to see how this quarterback plays, how, how C.J. Stroud played because, you know, we've seen how Ohio State quarterbacks are in college, and, and uh, it'll be interesting. Is Michigan's quarterback – is the starter going to be uh, transfer Alan Bowman uh, from Texas Tech? Ooh. Yeah. I, nah, he's pretty he good. He threw it around at Texas oh, Tech. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let, let me ask around. you this. For the 300th season in a row, if they have a losing record, do we lose Jim Harbaugh? I'm going to be honest. I think this is probably the year. I think this is the year that if they don't do it, he's going to get fired. I mean, I'm surprised he stayed another year. but Okay, Scott did- Frost at Nebraska. Same question. That's tough because Nebraska – Man, Nebraska is such a traditional school, and, and it seems like they love him. And Scott Frost is a is a Nebraska legend. Yeah, I mean, he's quarterback all those years. I don't know, man. Nebraska they they still sell out the crowds. 
they just they can't figure it out. And it really sucks because I I've been in Nebraska and it's such a cool school. I've also cool I've team. also been to Nebraska. But they just and and they're in a tough they're in a tough conference. They have Iowa, they have Northwestern, they have Wisconsin, and even and we haven't even talked about Minnesota, who oh been yeah dominant for the last couple I, yeah, of years. Yeah, yeah. What's the head coach's name? PJ Fleck. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think our last preview I said he was the quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, no, that's the court, that's the head coach. But yeah, I think I think Jim Harbaugh leaves. I don't know about Scott Frost, but. He's got to do something because they've been struggling. Loaded, yeah. The more that I look at it, everybody's just going to beat up on each other. I think that Ohio State, again, for the fifth time, I think they're going to win this conference, but I don't think that they're going to finish undefeated. Yeah, I think uh, I think for the East it'll be Ohio State, Penn State, one of those two, and then for the West, man, uh, probably I like Iowa, Wisconsin, or Iowa. Iowa, I is, feel like they're the same team. Yeah, line it up and, and run it down somebody's throat. Iowa is tied in one of the tight end use. There's multiple. But uh, they, they, George Kittle, TJ Hawkinson, yeah. a lot of good names come wow. from uh, Noah Fant. Wow. So I love Iowa. So give me Iowa, Wisconsin, but do not sleep on Minnesota or Northwestern, two very strong teams. Wisconsin is running back you. They had, and uh, fullback you. Melvin Gordon, Jonathan Taylor. Your boy. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor. Oh. Boy. I love him, baby. But uh, Indiana falls off. Michigan State, They, uh, I think Michigan State will, Michigan will ruin. Michigan State, golly. I think they'll ruin a season school. for somebody, but they're not going to do anything special. Rutgers, still a long Michigan way to State, go. Michigan State, a team that has played in a college football playoff. Who would have thought? Like, the, Texas, uh, Texas has them. The fighting Kirk Cousins. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Illinois, uh, skip. And then Purdue. Skip, you know, <laughs> they're they're gonna they're gonna do something. But, no uh, love for the Boilermakers. I will say I, and we'll talk about this later. I think I might be on board with Ohio State not being in the in the Final Four, but uh, I don't know. We're okay, getting yeah, there. We'll bit. get there. We'll get there. We'll so get we're both there. going. So who's your winner? Ohio State. Ohio State yeah, overall. State. Uh, I'll say that too, but uh, we'll we'll see about boring. Yeah, boring. <laughs> Next up, we have the Big Twelve. Ugh. And uh, all offense, no defense, all gas, no breaks, as uh, Steve Sarkeesian says. Uh, new coach. This at conference Texas. disgusts me now. I can't <laughs> even watch it the same. We have uh, number seven, Iowa State, uh, Oklahoma, of course, and Texas. But uh, a lot of teams in there that like to beat each other up. Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas Tech, your boy Kansas and Kansas State. Uh, Baylor, who had a dream season and then completely fell off when their entire team and coach left. And then of course West Virginia. So hump, this is this is your conference. This is your hey, team. Pa- wait, backtrack a little bit. Another transfer that we did not talk about is Utah's new starting quarterback, Charlie Brewer. So oh, Baylor, yeah. Baylor is going to have to uh, find a new QB for this season. Do you think Charlie Brewer is going to make a difference? And he's a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but uh, does this change Utah? Does it bring them back to where they once were? Uh, you know, again, I think that they're going to be a team that you know relies on their defense. But I, I do like Charlie Brewer. I think that he. I think that he got so much slander last year for no reason. I think that he was the best part on a bad Baylor team uh, because two years ago, Charlie Brewer, Denzel Mims, all of those guys were were awesome. Yeah. I mean, with Matt Rule, he leaves, and, and Baylor's different. They just didn't have the they didn't have the horses that they that they once had. And Baylor got, also got hit by the COVID. Uh, they had a lot of uh, opt outs yep. and yep. Uh, just kind of threw a dent in their season. But uh, Big Twelve, a lot of offense, not a lot of defense, and we also have. A, uh, a Heisman favorite on this team, Spencer Rattler, and also with Texas, B. B John Robinson. So uh, yeah, let's let's talk about the Big Twelve. Okay, so Big Twelve, uh, you know, you've got you've got your Oklahoma Sooners. Okay, they're whatever uh, they are, national title, you know, possible. You know, a lot of people sleeper pick to win it uh, over Bama, over Clemson, all, over all those guys. Uh, I don't see it. I don't see it. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm not. But 
I, I'm just I'm not a Spencer Rattler believer. I, I think he's a talented player, but I just don't see him as a I don't know. He's just not a leader to me. He, he's he's the polar opposite of what Jalen Hurts was, uh, and I think he's more like a Kyler Murray. Uh, and I'm not questioning Kyler Murray's. You know, I'm not questioning his leadership or his his character, but. I just I don't know. Don't you get the vibe that Kyler Murray is kind of a you know kind of a me 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 yeah, teammate? Yeah, and it, it sucks because you you never want to go back into high school. But did, did you ever watch the show QB One? Oh, yeah. that, and that, that that's really where this is basically. Yeah, he, he was kind of a he's kind of a douche on yeah, the show. Yeah, kind of kind of a child. He was pouting a little bit, and he seems like the kind of guy to he'll blame he'll blame others instead of himself. But, and he yells at his offensive line. I yeah. can see it. You but, know what I mean? You know, maybe he change. He he's under a great coaching staff in Oklahoma. But he had an awful first half of the season. He played terrible, kind of came back towards the back half and did really well. But now he – and I don't know. I feel like he's only a Heisman favorite because most of the quarterbacks kind of left. So yeah, not that many I, people on, on board right now. But uh, I don't know. I just – Oklahoma always gets there but can't get the job done. So it, it's a little hard for me to consider Spencer Rattler as as a favorite. Well, and, and a team that I want to talk about uh, that I think is going to give them a, a very strong run for their money is Iowa State. I think Iowa State is is about to be really good at surprising people. I mean, you've got Brock Purdy at quarterback, and the most intriguing player to me is running back Breezy Hall. Yeah, I mean, dude, that guy. Ooh, man, I I, I think that. I think that Iowa State is really going to surprise some people. Uh, and I say surprise some people. They're preseason number seven. They're supposed to be good. Uh, but they're definitely going to give OU a run for their money. And then I say it every year, but Texas, I, I think, has the potential to be good. With, with B. John Robinson uh, at running back, he's, you know, I would say a, a Heisman Trophy dark horse. Uh, is Casey Thompson going to be the starting quarterback, you think? Well, here's the thing. I, I, I've been keeping up with it. Uh, I follow some some people that have been doing like a day-by-day thing, and it seems like right now Hudson Card has the edge. Really? It's, they haven't said nothing yet, but apparently the coaches are really high on Hudson Card. He's been making some great throws, doing some things. Like Travis Legend. So we might – we could see it where they both play the first game and you decide from there, but uh, – Right now, I think Hudson Card has the edge, but I'm still going to say Casey Thompson ends up starting because of the experience he had and that last bowl game against Colorado. He did, man. He had such a good he bowl game. He looked good. Such and a good bowl game. I'm really excited for Texas because they're under a coach that likes to throw it around. We oh, yeah. saw what they what Steve Sarkeesian did for Alabama. I'm not saying Texas is Alabama, but, man, they recruit well. And but why have, can't they be? Yeah. Why can't they be? They, they, they can be that level. And I'm not saying today. I'm not saying tomorrow, but – they just got to put some wins together, Dalton, and then Texas can be Alabama. They're so close every year, and then Ohio State or Iowa State comes, yeah. or Texas Tech shows up, or they West randomly, Virginia or decides TCU to play really them. well. Yeah. yeah, and that's just what the Big Twelve is: is everyone beats everybody, and it makes it where there's a three or four two lost teams that are all in it for the Big Twelve championship. Yep. yep. So, uh, man, I don't know. So, are you going? Are you going to say Oklahoma? Are you going to say Texas or? Iowa State. I, I don't know. Uh, let me talk about some other teams before I make my pick. I, if I had to pick one sleeper in this conference that is going to exceed where they are preseason perceived, give me the Horned Frogs. I think I think Gary Patterson. Gary Patterson never stays down too long, uh, and, and he's going to put a good product on the field. I, I think that the Horned Frogs. I think they're going to be good enough to knock off an Oklahoma or an Iowa State or a Texas. Uh, 
So if I had to pick one sleeper team in the Big 12, it would be TCU. What about you, Dalton? My sleeper team is Oklahoma State, Cowboys. Yep. Uh, Gundy, is he's the guy, and he always has a good team around him, uh, a strong Spencer team. Sanders, quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Still, Saunders, still throwing Saunders. around. And uh, they, they do that. And I think another team that they're not going to have a good season, but they're going to ruin somebody's season is Texas Tech. Always do. They have no defense whatsoever, but they are willing to put up 70 points a game. And uh, you just have to be able to run with them. And if you can't, you're going to lose the game. So uh, I don't know who's going to win the conference, but I do know that it's going to be kind of up in the air. I think that I think that Cliff Kingsbury going 500 with Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech is proof that Texas Tech's formula for winning will never work. I mean, they're going to have great numbers. On yeah, but, I'm, but I'm saying you went 500 with Patrick Mahomes, who's today probably the best quarterback in the NFL he went 500. Yeah. How does that happen? That's I mean, how does that happen? Insane. Go get some defensive players. My God. <laughs> Jeez. But Oklahoma, Texas, <sighs> Iowa you State. You pick first. I'm making you pick this conference first. I mean, the safe answer is Oklahoma. I really think if Texas, if Texas's defense is finally where it, they, it needs to be and they can hold off or just, just hold off a few drives, Texas can win this conference pretty easily. Their offense looks really good. Now, we don't know who's playing quarterback. And we're talking a two-quarterback system or a quarterback that is in the Heisman running. And then you have Iowa State, who has all these players coming back, and they look really good, Brock Purdy. But Iowa State did lose to Texas last year. I think at one point, and was it a two-game series last year? No, 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 no. Uh, Texas, no. I think Iowa State beat Texas like on the last drive of the game. Did they? Yeah. I thought they played twice. Didn't they play no. once and then for the Big 12 championship? No, Texas, it, the Big 12 championship last year was was uh, Iowa State and Oklahoma, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So I can, you, you can never really say what happened last year because everything's different. You never know with the Big 12. I'm going Texas. Uh, yeah, and, and it, the more you talked about it right there, you really can't. Because I, I honestly, I came into this episode thinking – I can't believe I'm actually going to pick Oklahoma to, to win the Big 12 because you guys know how I feel about the Sooners. But I'm going to pick Texas, too. Uh, I think I think it's too easy uh, to pick Oklahoma. Um, and, and because they're ranked so high and, and they have so much expectations, kind of turns me off of them. I, I don't know that they're going to be able to live up to it. But, you know, I could absolutely see Iowa State, Oklahoma, and Texas all beating each other Uh at least, you know, one beat one, one beat the other, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And in the end, it's going to be the best two. But, yeah, give me Texas. That You know, I don't – they're not a college football playoff team, uh, especially with it only being four teams. Uh, so I don't see Texas going undefeated in winning the Big 12. But uh, give, me the, give me the Longhorns to win it. I'm a little worried about Texas because they did lose a lot of depth in their secondary, whether it was draft or graduation. But uh, they, they brought some guys in. Their offense looks really good. B. John Robinson, he's going to run around. And uh, whoever plays quarterback is going to be fun. But, uh, We're ready to see Jordan Whittington, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we haven't unleashed that beast yet. He's uh, had some injury issues. A Texas high school football legend uh, from Cuero, Texas. He's going to be good if he can stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, they, they re-amped their offensive line. They, they look good. But, man, and I think, like you said, they're going to kind of bounce around each other and get some losses. It's going to be by Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, yeah, and then West Virginia. Whenever for some reason they like to shine one time a year and upset somebody, so it's Big Twelve. They're going to be back and forth, but uh, yeah, give me Texas. I question Rattler, uh, Rattler's leadership. I'm excited to see what he does. If he throws it around, and I'll say we're wrong, but. Uh, that first half of the season was rough. He was making some bad throws, some bad decisions. Hey, the the Red River rivalry 
might be sponsored by Raising Canes now. Bijan yeah. Robinson's is a Canes athlete. Spencer Rattler is a Canes athlete. So big, uh, big chicken game that, that hey, uh, week. Why are Why are we? Canes I know. Athletes? I, I, okay, let me ask you this: If you had to pick one chicken restaurant to be sponsored for Walk on Radio to be sponsored by, who would you pick? Well, for for me personally, the Popeyes chicken sandwich came out and changed the game. Big for Popeyes me. guy. Because I have you had the Nuggets yet? No. Good. I've they're heard good. they're good. They're good. I like them. And, and it's well known around Huntsville that I'm a Chick-fil-A hater. So it kind of the chicken sandwich <sighs> debate for me always goes Popeyes. I love Canes, but Popeyes is good. If I had anything to say about it, Walk on Radio would be sponsored by God's Chicken. Mm. And that's Chick-fil-A, naturally. Uh, but I'm okay with Popeyes. I'm just glad. I, I'm not a Canes guy, to be honest. But but here's here's why. I don't like sauce. And, and a lot of Canes lovers are big on Canes yeah, sauce. Yeah, well, sauce is special. Right, right. But uh, you know what they always say? Love that chicken from Popeye. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's it's you Louisiana's know, Louisiana's kitchen. Louisiana fast. I mean, Come on. I mean, yeah. I listen. The spice is there. If you don't get spicy, you're mild, and and, and you don't have an opinion on. But chicken. hey, we'll take we'll take either. I'll take Change, chicken express. I'll take chicken express. You know what? Hit walk whatever. On radio hit, hit up walk on radio. We're we're always looking to make some bread. Uh, so we both got Texas. Hook them, of course. But uh, you never know. I'm just ready to be disappointed. Honestly, yeah. I, I pick this so that in the end, I, I'll be disappointed. <laughs> I'm ready in three months for us to have the same conversation. Let's go to the ACC. Ooh, and, uh, my favorite conference this season. Let's be baby. real. The ACC has picked up. Yes, a lot. My favorite from, conference this year. From what used to be the Pac-12, the this boring. They switch spots. They switch they, spots. They come back. I agree we have with that. Three Clemson, fourteen Miami. 10 North Carolina, and then, of course, we have we have Florida State, we have Louisville, we have Virginia, Virginia Tech, who always kind of show up. Georgia Tech Georgia decides Tech. finally yes. they're going to throw the ball a little bit. Yes. Wake Forest, who I was high on last year, kind of fell off a little bit. Boston College, <laughs> the fighting A.J. Dillons. We have Duke, the basketball school. Basketball <laughs> <And then> Pittsburgh <laughs> and Syracuse. So we got a lot of good teams here. It is good. kind of run by, of that course, Clemson, DJ Ungalele. But we spent like 20 minutes before the episode that he was going to start that week pronouncing his last name. Oh we, were like, we were like, we can't screw this up. But uh, Ungalele. You know, if, if we had an FBS zoo, we would have a, a Tar Heel, a, a footprint in oh, the zoo. Oh, yeah. We are, we, I'm surprised we're not wearing baby blue right now. So the coast, or Jordans. The Coastal Division... It's gonna be a little tough because there seems to be a little matchup <laughs> happening. So let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about the U. Let's talk about U and C. And then I like DJ Ungalele. Did you practice that or a lot that of was, U, pretty dude? Good. U U N C and Ungalele. <laughs> we're just gonna, we're gonna call it the three U's this year. All right. So I want to first reiterate how how sure I am about my. You know, we did a we're back episode when when Walk on Radio took a little bit of a break. And we made one prediction for the college football season. Well, my FBS prediction was that the Heisman Trophy winner will be an ACC quarterback, mm. be it that it's DJ Ugalele, Sam Howell, or De'Aaron King. And I and I feel really good about that bet that one of those will win the Heisman Trophy. That I mean, it, it seems like the odds favor right now: Spencer Rattler, DJ Ugalele, De'Aaron King, and Sam Howell. Sam Howell's a little questionable because of the team that he's around, but uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. But uh, I kind of like that take. It, it's good. Well, one, one, f- the first thing that worries me is Miami's week one game, okay? They play Alabama. Oh. Uh, I saw the line, uh, the early line, and they have, they have, uh, they have Alabama as an 18-point favorite. 
You know, you know, pretty, you know what I'm thinking. Oh, you think you know what time? Uh, it we'll is. get to picks later, Mister <laughs> Mister Crazy Pickham. But yeah, I think Derek King is. Uh, I think he's going to play great. Uh, he, he's obviously one of the most exciting playmakers in all of college football, and I think he's going to live up to that. I'm not saying that they're going to come out week one and beat Alabama, but they're going to be relevant this year. North Carolina. You talked about Sam Howell. You know, not really questioning Sam Howell. But questioning what's around him, you lose Javante Williams, you lose Michael Carter, uh, two you know rookie NFL running backs that I think are going to be great. Javante Williams obviously is my boy this year, so I'm hoping that he's great. But yeah, Sam Howell, we're big Sam Howell fans. We're huge Mac Brown fans uh, in Clemson. I, I you know Clemson, it's going to be hard to replace uh, a college football legend like Trevor Lawrence, but DJ Ugalele is going to give his best effort. Uh, I think Clemson. You know, you've got you've got Justin Ross at receiver. I mean, they're they're, they're Clemson's going to be really good again. Yeah, uh, Clemson. They're one of the best recruiting classes, of course. Championships here and there. But here's my problem: is we saw the game against Notre Dame. Now, of course, it was Ungalele's first start. He didn't do terrible, but they lost to a, a bad Notre Dame team. Trevor Lawrence okay, comes back. Okay, a bad Notre Dame no, team. They no, were no. a college football playoff team. Trevor Lawrence comes back and they dropped like seventy on Notre Dame. The the game was awful. Didn't even want to. I I turned it off. But I'm not hating on DJ Ungalele because I'm on the train. Of course, Clemson is going to win the Atlantic Conference. Uh, the only other t- two teams I could see competing are Florida State and Wake Forest. But I mean, oh, you're, they're going to win the Atlantic. Yeah, side. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Louisville, maybe they they had that dream season with Lamar Jackson. Florida State, you know, we talked about earlier was once a great team, but they just don't have anybody right now. And then of course Wake Forest, I think they're a good team, and I'm always high on them, but they're not on Clemson's level yet. And then we go to the Coastal Conference and uh, or Coastal Division, and uh, Miami, man, they look really good. Their defense is questionable, but their offense is going to be explosive. I uh, you saw you said Miami versus Alabama and uh, we've seen some Barstool had a little they have their own podcast on yeah, Jesse Ruffus. Uh, Brandon Walker's the host and he said he doesn't see Alabama making the Final Four. I kind of like that take, I but I could do. I uh, I made the same mistake last year and said Mac Jones isn't going to be doing anything. They're not going to make it, and uh, they ended up winning the whole thing. <laughs> so I, I'm going to hold that <laughs> thought for a little bit. But I like Miami, but North Carolina, my goodness, best uniforms. One of the one of the coolest coaches, Mac Brown, the old head, and Sam Howell, this young quarterback. I I, I can't even say young anymore. He's starting to become a veteran. Yeah, I mean he's like an NFL draft guy next year, isn't he? Wow. I I'm just worried about the team around him. They still are missing some pieces. They're uh, they're a little far away from being an elite program. I think when it comes to recruiting and development. So I'm worried about North Carolina competing with Clemson. I think uh, I'm going to pick North Carolina to win the Coastal over Miami. But uh, don't don't be surprised if I pick Miami over Alabama, in, you know, week one, and then Clemson versus North Carolina. Oh man, I, you can't go against a favorite. I know it's yeah. a terrible pick. It's it's Final Four is going to be the same every year. But uh, don't don't sleep on the Virginia teams. They always come around and surprise people. Virginia, Virginia Tech, they could ruin some seasons. And uh, and we always talk about Georgia Tech. They're not going to be good. But thank God they're finally throwing the ball. And uh, and Pittsburgh. You know, they're doing their thing. <laughs> but uh, give me North Carolina to win the Coastal. Give me Clemson to win the Atlantic. And uh, got to stick with the favorite, Clemson, to, to win it all. Dalton, a game that we skipped over uh, that's in week one of the college football season is Clemson's opener against Georgia. That's three versus five. Wow. That's going to be a pretty pretty big game, pretty pretty big first game of the year. 
probably our game of the week pick them. Just, just throw that out there. But I agree with you, Dalton. Atlantic uh, division, give me the Tigers. Coastal division, this is boring because you and I are just agreeing with each other, but I will also take the Tar Heels and then give me Clemson to win the ACC with DJ Ungalele riding off into the sunset. Ungalele National Championship? What do we think? You want to wait? Final, you want to wait for that one? Not at the end of the episode. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the, the big dog. The big dog. The super mega conference. The soon to be every the, team the in Death there. Star. Yeah, the 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 government, the Galactic Empire, <laughs> the government, <laughs> the Death Star, the SEC, uh, Soviet Union. We got all of them. All of them smashed into one. We got Pangea. one, five, six, sixteen, thirteen. A lot of good teams in here. Five. And yeah. Kentucky. Wow. And Kentucky Tennessee. basketball school. So we got Alabama number one. Mississippi State baseball school. <laughs> yeah. We have Tennessee. You know, they always say it's their year. Never their year. Who knows of them? But uh, let's roll. Let, let's go one at a time here. Good let's start Lord. with the East. Florida and Georgia, kind of the two competing with each other. Uh, Mizzou, sometimes they, they have a player that comes out and shines. Overall, it's kind of between the two schools in the East. Uh, talking about Florida, they lose Kyle Trask. Do they still have what it takes? And uh, Georgia, you know, they always get there, but don't get it done. What do we think about them? Well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say it. I really like Georgia this year. Uh, you know, I gave you a lot of crap uh, for for being so high on their quarterback last season, JT Daniels, and and I can I can see you looking <laughs> yeah. at me. Uh, but but I, I am gonna I'm gonna eat crow on that one. JT Daniels is is a solid player, uh, and I, I think that. Again, Georgia's defense is going to be as good as it usually is, and I I feel pretty good that Georgia is going to come out of the east side of this SEC. So, are you thinking Georgia as a top four team? Oh, we'll see, we'll see. I of course am on the JT Jan- Daniels train. I was his only defender on the show. You I, I fought for his life, and he did his thing. Uh, there was a brief time where it was Stetson Bennett. You can't forget <laughs> about the goat. He came in and and did his thing, but uh, Georgia. Man, let me tell you, not only are they good, but they might have one of the coolest uniforms, the black with the dog collar on the neck. I think that's the coolest idea of a uniform ever. Love the Bulldogs. Cool. Uh, they got a tough first they matchup. They tragically beat Cincinnati last year no, in, the, in no, the bowl game. Tragically. Tragically. No, no, I, tragically. I am a huge Cincinnati believer. <laughs> huge. You got to give it to Georgia. They've had a couple of rough bowl outings. But uh, so you're you're saying they have had it bad. They, they've it, it's tough to be a fan for Georgia for so, sure. So so you're sleeping on Florida. You think uh, I'm not sleeping on Florida. I'm sleeping on the fact that there's 27 ranked teams in this conference, and I don't see how teams are going to run the table. Dalton. Yeah, I mean it's just tough. I mean the fact that we're adding Texas and OU to this conference is just just unbelievable. How just, exciting is that going to be? It's poor, not poor it's, teams like Vanderbilt and uh, you know and and uh, Kentucky. I'm glad that Vanderbilt is good at baseball. That's they, all I have yeah, to say. they're kind of they're kind of pushing themselves out of the SEC. Honestly, the East is is considerably weaker than the West, and I know they 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 play each other a little bit. Like you don't just play your side. Uh, I don't believe, but. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. Let, let let me let me say this: how to switch it up? We move Ole Miss and Mississippi State to the east, and okay. then we bump you know one of the bump teams down like Kentucky and Tennessee. So now it's a little bit more even. I would, I would even Mississippi's it out. a chance to actually compete and do something special. And I know it's probably a, a, a travel thing because how they have You're it set right, up. Right, right. But it is weak. The East is weak. But, but Mississippi uh, State and Ole Miss, and to switch to the west side of the, the uh, conference, but Mississippi, Mississippi State and Ole Miss are like, they're never going to win it, 
But they're kind of those pests. Like, yeah. like expect one of them to knock off one of the big dogs. And I don't know. Mississippi State is getting better. Yeah. And uh, Ole Miss, you know, Mike Leach, in the lane helps. train and, and Mike Leach with, with Mississippi State. What a, what a head coaching social media battle. I know. Right they, and they're That's both a, so funny. The Egg Bowl. But we need uh, to cover the Egg Bowl better this year. I the, feel like they're always a great game. I feel like that flies under the radar. One of the greatest moments is was it the, AJ Brown when he when he did the dog celebration and uh, caused a penalty and I think they missed a field goal to uh, lose. Was the that AJ Brown? I think so. Golly, it was either AJ Brown or uh, DK Metcalf. Yeah, I'm not sure. I can't remember, but I do. I do remember the guy uh, peeing, peeing yeah. like a bulldog. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So finally, the last conference before we move on to the Group of Five is the West. The the real main event of the yeah. evening. UFC says it's best. It's time. We have Alabama. And we have Texas A&M. We have LSU. We have Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and Arkansas. Okay. But I'm going to start off with your favorite team. Yeah. The Auburn Tigers. I cannot pick them for crap. Are you? I pick them, they lose. I don't pick them, and they win. Are Every you week. on the Bo Nix train yet? Okay, I'll say this. I had Milo's sweet tea for the first time a week ago, and I am now heavily back on the Bo Nix train. I'm <laughs> heavily back on the Bo Nix train. He signed an NIL deal with, with Milo's sweet tea, and it was great. Now, I don't think they're going to compete and win very much. Auburn is just – they're in a tough conference. But Bo Nix, big guy, big fan of Bo Nix. He's helped me out in the pick him a lot. Uh, another team we need to talk about is Texas A&M. The big question mark <laughs> 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 Can Texas A&M do it again? And uh, not only can they do it again, can they make it into the playoffs? I mean, if you're saying Ohio State's not making it in. I'm running out of teams to say that can they can make it You're smiling when we talk about <laughs> Alabama not making it in. Uh, I'm running out of teams to put in the college football playoff. Uh, but one of those teams is not the Texas A&M fighting Aggies. I will not allow myself to pick that ever. Uh, so, no. I don't think A&M is going to do it. I don't know that A&M is going to win 10 games this year. I think wow. they can win eight. I think they can win nine. But they will not win 10 games this year. I feel good about that. Uh, you know, LSU, they're ranked 16. I think that they are a team that could go 6-6. Six and six. I think they're a team that could go 12-0. and 0. I don't know. I think they are, I think they are no in-between of that. Uh, we will see. We don't even know who the starting quarterback for LSU is going to be. But Coach O, he, you know. He's going to put good product on the field. He always has the athletes. I mean, LSU is just – they recruit so well. They, they, they recruit so well. And uh, I think last year was more of a product of the unbelievable NFL overturn that, that they had from the national championship team. Yeah. I mean, just how are you going to be successful after losing that many pieces of a starting football team? And then Alabama. Mm. Oh, Alabama. You got, a, you got an incredibly new offense in Alabama. You've got no Mac Jones. You've got no Najee Harris. You've got no Devontae Smith. You've got no Jalen Waddle. A lot of a lot of new names gonna that we're gonna have to learn this year for the old Crimson Tide. Now I do have a question for you when it comes to LSU. Let's say they have another bad season. Coach O? Go Tigers. Are we he for life? Seat? He's a for lifer. You sure? I agree. No, no. Sorry, I don't agree. I know that he's I know that he's a for lifer. I, he won I a national so. championship two years ago. But still, that because you won a national championship. Dude, if they run him out of there, that will be a freaking mistake. Big mistake. Huge mistake. He he he's a tiger through and through. He's he's Louisiana through he and through. He screams I'm from Louisiana. <laughs> screams it. Now Alabama Hey, we speaking of Coach O. Pretty cool that he was on at one of our games oh, this yeah. year on the sidelines at Bauer Stadium. A bunch of the equipment guys got to take a picture. Yeah, that's pretty I, cool. 
I kept looking at him. I'm not gonna lie. Big fan I of his son. Big fan of his son. Yeah, he's a good he's player. A great player. Cody Draw is a good player. We were big on McNeese. Uh, they had an okay season. You know, okay. It, it is They're okay. It is. They'll compete in the new Southland Conference. When you got the national championship conference, it's tough. It's Makes hard it tough. To do. Uh, hence playing against Alabama every year. Speaking of Alabama, <laughs> we you kind of chuckled a little bit when we talk about Alabama potentially not making the playoffs. Uh, quarterback. Bryce Young, is that it? Bryce Young, yep the uh, the million dollar man that's never played a snap. Million dollar man who's about five foot four. He's a he's a <laughs> child out there. But yeah, uh, okay, if I remember correctly, pretty sure that you uh, you thought that he could be the starting quarterback I did. last season. I did. He's uh, he had a lot of uh, talk about him. He's from Matter Day Soul. Matter Day Soul. Matter Day. Big high school program, California. Always competing. Oh, Matt, yeah, Matter Day. They're playing. Yeah. Uh, are they playing Duncanville, Duncanville this week? Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, we we maybe next week we do we, a, maybe we do a high school pickup. Did you see that graphic that I posted yeah, today? Big really games. good matchup. Big games. But uh, we'll have to see what he does in the big stage, especially the big Alabama stage. But Alabama, you know, once one five star leaves, another five star takes his place. So they're going to be good in. in I can depth. coach at Alabama. I fully believe that. I one hundred percent believe I, you. I fully believe that it doesn't take a rocket scientist to decide which five star athlete to hand the ball to. It just doesn't. So who in the West? If you had to take two teams to compete each other to play the East Championship in the SEC, you're going Alabama versus A&M, Alabama versus this is, LSU. This is two teams in the West yes. to make it to, to, make to, the, it championship to the championship game. game. Auburn, maybe. They come around and surprise Dude, people. okay, yeah. That, that's, that's actually exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to go Alabama, Auburn, Iron Bowl. That decides the really? West. Really? Tank Bigsby? What a name, Dalton. <laughs> that's a name, brother. That's gonna be, he's going to be what one of the— What a turnaround. Because yeah. you— you refuse to pick Auburn. It's a new year. It's a new year to me, Dalton. <laughs> I, I'm a big Auburn guy this year. I mean, war damn eagle. Uh, so who I, wins the Iron Bowl? Alabama. <laughs> Alabama wins it. I'm not crazy. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I jokingly said that I don't think Alabama will make the college football playoff. And, and honestly, I'm going to pick them to make it. But in my heart, I believe there's a shot that they don't. I just – I have a problem. I look at it this way. Georgia plays Clemson week one, okay? I'm picking Clemson. I think Clemson is one of the best teams in the country. So starting out with a loss, then going through your SEC schedule, that's a tough that's man, that's a tough, tough, tough journey to get to a four team playoff. Yeah. And so I think that I think that Alabama is set up better for success. Uh and so for that, I'll take Alabama. But yeah, to answer your West question, I'll take Alabama and Auburn. Uh I just I don't think I don't think Texas A&M can sustain the uh, the level of hype that they're getting. I think that they're going to be better. I think that they're going to be good. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna play in a big bowl game, but they're they're not a college football playoff team. I, I just I don't see it. And so you're taking Alabama to win the SEC. Unfortunately, I gotta, Alabama Alabama versus Georgia SEC championship. Alabama wins it again. Huh. I do this every year. I, I listen. I'm not. It's I, coming. Last year I couldn't believe you did that. And obviously, I was right because they won the national championship. This year, I'm okay with this. What you're about to say, I'm okay. I don't think you're going to be okay with this. Oh wow! Okay, I don't think you're okay. going to be okay with this because I'm picking Texas A&M to win the SEC. Oh team. my god! Look, I, thought, I thought you were going to randomly say like <laughs> Florida no. or, or go with your no. you know, your JT Daniels. Look, I disgusting. What I'm you're about a to man of stories. I'm a man of God. what team has the most juice coming this season. You saw what we did in our national championship run. We had a chip on our shoulder the whole year. You know who has a chip on their shoulder? 
Texas A&M. Yeah. They didn't make the cut. Yeah. They were this close. They're going back to a full College Station house. You're telling me Kyle Field rocking every week? Because they're going to be rocking. They have one of the best offensive lines, the Maroon Goons. They have a name. They have one of the best running backs, Isaiah Spiller. Isaiah Spiller is, they have is the real deal. They have a good receiving core. They, they're, they're finally, their defense is finally becoming legit. Now, there is a hole. They don't have a quarterback yet. There's a, they're in a quarterback battle with two young guys. That makes me worried. But they could run the ball 40 times a game with the Maroon Goons. And they have a D-line. They have a linebacker core that looks good. Jimbo Fisher is a national championship winning quarterback. Quarterback. Coach. Excuse me. You love you love calling the head coach Apparently. the quarterback. National championship winning coach. He knows what he's doing. He's building something in AM. They were close last year. They're gonna they're gonna win the SEC. Now, Alabama's still probably gonna make the final four because they're Alabama. I'm not I So look, so when A when A and M and Alabama play this year, because they do, you you're taking A and M. I'll take A and M. A and M are my chargers. I'm all in. Oh my god. I'm all in. Uh, I love JT Daniels and I love Georgia, but I hope you're so and wrong. I, I'm a Texas fan. I hope you're so wrong. I'm a Texas fan. I'm you're not up, a Texas I'm fan. I'm throwing up the thumb. I, I would, I would, I would, I would pick against what I actually believe to maintain that I hate AM. I'm throwing up the thumbs. I, I love College Station. I've saw a lot of friends there. I go there all the time. We play them next year. Uh, let me ask you this. That's what I was going to. That's going to be my next question. Sam Houston, 2020 national champions. Repeat, 2021 national champions. Texas A&M, 2021 FBS National Champions. Oh, my God. Opening opening game next season. What? Who do you got? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I would rather play. I would, I would love to play A&M this season. I, With this group that we have, I don't know. Yeah. I've seen crazier things. There's a lot next of questions. Next year, we are – we'll still be good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, same Houston – we're, gonna be We're just really going to be a new team. We're going to be a new team. There's a lot of lot of a uh, lot of veteran names on, on this roster. Now, win or loss for us, and we've talked about this before. The, the experience, experience is going to be crazy. Exactly. Now, for for A and M, this is every Saturday for them. But we obviously don't play in as a big facility as Kyle Field. It's the first game of the season, so they even if we get destroyed, they're going to show out. Fans are going to show out. Hundred thousand people. So it's going to be a great game regardless, win or loss. It's going to be fun. I, I don't know if we're going to win, if we're going to lose. We're going to be a new team. a and going to be a new team. But national champion versus national championship champion, that's a nice story. That would be a cool story. And, you know, I think ESPN would definitely pick that up. Yeah, that would be really cool. I mean, it's a cool story. But yeah. uh, those are my boys. I'm throwing the thumbs. Disgusting. Gig them. I uh, hope my maroon fans Don't say are, that I'll walk on radio. I hope y'all ever. are proud. I'll put an Aggie with the zoo. Ugh. Giggum forever. I need, what is an Aggie? I need to pet the dog. Reveille. Reveille. <laughs> my best friend. Ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, we go on the group of five. We group of five plus, plus Notre Dame. We have, plus Notre Dame. We have a lot of small teams that kind of show up and show out. And then Notre Dame, who always makes the playoffs and disappoints everybody. The worst playoff team ever. I feel ever. like they're probably exiled from ever making it again. I mean, they should. This is like the 18th time they've... they've embarrassed college football. So let's start with Notre Dame. And we were talking about this before the show. Tough schedule tough for schedule. Notre Dame. Tough schedule. Uh, I, you know, Notre Dame, they're going to be good. They're always, they're always good. But they're, they're obviously, they just, they can't, they can't make it with the big boys in, in the end. Um, I, I just, I think that, I don't know. I think that their schedule is going to be really tough. But the game that I'm most excited for, I, I'm thrilled for this one. Cincinnati at 
Notre Dame. Stop. I love that. Stop. That's it. a big one. That's, that's a big not one. a big one. No, that's a big one. Notre Dame beats them by thirty. Cincinnati no. is no. not that good. Are you kidding me? I right know. Are you? Are you? That are you was, really going to do this? This is an Indiana. You're going to really that, hate what I had to say in a couple of minutes. You're don't you really dare. hate don't what I had to say dare. in a couple of minutes? This is a Mickey Mouse spring season coronavirus dream team. I can't even believe you right now that you would say that. I I I, I feel. Okay, I, I'm going to come out and say it, Dalton. We're talking about group of five teams right here. Do not. Cincinnati, led by Desmond Ritter at quarterback. He's a stud if you've never watched him. Led by Desmond Ritter at quarterback, Cincinnati, college football playoff, 2021. Market. That is an awful market. Thing. That is an awful Cincinnati thing. is going to make the college they football playoff. They couldn't beat Georgia last year. They lost on a last-second field goal. Cincinnati, college football playoff. They don't Market. even have the strength Cincinnati, of schedule. Cincinnati, perfect schedule. Perfect schedule. Strength of schedule. Strength, okay, let's go through their schedule. Okay, Miami. <laughs> right, I can't even. Miami, <laughs> Miami of Ohio. Okay. Murray State. Oh, yeah. Indiana, ranked team. They're going to be bad this year. Notre Dame. Okay. Very ranked team. Temple. Okay. UCF. Don't even. Probably going to be a ranked team. Off. Probably going to be a ranked team. Navy Boom. has been ranked Boom. recently. Tulane, eh. Tulsa has been ranked recently. USF, eh. SMU has been ranked recently. East Carolina. That is you not go undefeated right there. You go undefeated right there. You have some help. Other teams lose here. Other teams lose there. Cincinnati, college football playoff team, market. Give me a two-loss A&M in the playoffs over an undefeated Cincinnati. Everything you stand for, everything you stand for, <laughs> all the pillars of loyalty to smaller schools that you've given me over the past year are gone. Just from I that just... comment right there. Man, you, that is that's too much. Dalton, you're the reason. You're the reason why group of five teams get so bad every <laughs> year. You're the reason. Uh, I just I I was never on board the with the Bearcats with a C. That's our cousin. <laughs> that's our cousin. Are there any other group of five teams that you're interested in? Have you have your eye on other yeah, than the, uh, that school? Okay, so I, I I'm not I'm not putting Texas on upset alert. I'm putting Texas on we they better take them seriously alert. Louisiana Lafayette is 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 good. It, people forget that Louisiana Lafayette beat Iowa State last season mm-hmm. or earlier in the year. People forget that. Louisiana Lafayette is going to give Texas a run for their money week one. Another team, Coastal Carolina. The Mullets. I, I like what they have coming back. I, I think I think that they're going to have one of the most exciting quarterbacks in the country. Uh, I think that they, they've got playmakers on both sides of the ball. And they've got a they've got a turquoise field, Dalton. I mean that's that's a recipe for success. Okay, Coastal Carolina versus Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I think oh. I, I, I'm telling you, I I really think Cincinnati is about to be really good. And the last group of five team that I want to talk about, and and when we release our walk on radio rankings, you guys are going to see what we think of this team. The Liberty Flames. Uh oh. The Liberty Flames. Let's let's they got themselves a quarterback that is. Uh... Let's talk about the Liberty Flames for a second. Their quarterback is uh, is a dog. Apparently, I, I've seen some film. I've seen that he's garnered some interest uh, from some NFL, you know, mock draft scouts, all that. Malik Willis. If you don't know the name, learn it because Malik Willis is going to be a superstar this year. So, are we thinking? Because of course, we're not going to say top or Final Four because of schedule and just it's Liberty. We think in top ten. We think in New Year's Six Bowl. I so the the reason that the reason that Cincinnati has a shot is that they're starting high. They they're already they've already crossed the obstacle of getting into the top ten. So that that takes care of itself. Teams lose if you go undefeated 
and you're, you're there in the end, starting out as high as Cincinnati is, you're going to have a shot. Liberty, they're not ranked. They're 25, blah, blah, blah. It depends what uh, ranking you look at. But, you know, Liberty's schedule, wow, it's bad. It, it's bad. <laughs> they do play at Ole Miss uh, in November. Uh, they play Louisiana Lafayette in November. They play Army in November. Uh, boy, that is a weak schedule. But, yeah, I mean – you got to figure that if they if they're undefeated going into Ole Miss and then they were to beat Ole Miss, you got to figure that they're going to be inside the top ten and possibly get one of those Group of Five New Year's Six bowls. Yeah, so we have a lot of interesting Group Five teams. You have a super hot take with Cincinnati going to the Final Four. I like it. It's going to be fun to watch. Uh, before we talk about Heisman and playoffs, we have a little a little question for you. Uh, starting off, who is your sleeper team, either unranked, ranked, ranked low, a team that you think are going to surprise a lot of people? I mean, honestly, I feel like I just gave my sleeper team. I mean, would you call Liberty a pretty solid yeah, sleeper team? I yeah, I'll, I'll go Liberty. Uh, you know, if I had to pick a ranked team that I think is going to outperform their ranking – I guess Texas, uh, you know, they're preseason 21. Uh, I think that they're going to finish higher than that. I think North Carolina is, you know, a safe bet that they're going to finish as good as 10 or better. Uh, and then Clem or not Clemson, Cincinnati. I, I just picked them to make the college football playoff. So I got a couple of sleepers, uh, and, and those are them. Uh, mine too. We talked about them earlier. Uh, one Big 12 is Oklahoma State. Uh, like I said, they have a great. They always have a great program. They have a great coach, great uh, culture there. And I think they can win a lot of games. Last year, they were competing for the Big 12 championship. They kind of fell off towards the end, lost a couple games that cost them. But still a great team. They have a veteran quarterback, and I like what I see. And then, of course, Auburn. You talked about them. Bo Nix, I'm always high on them. I'm, I'm feeling better about Auburn by the second. It's just how they're in such a tough uh, division. It's going to be hard. But uh, you never know. They could surprise a lot of people. And uh, forever Bo Nix fan, uh, I'll fight for you forever. And then next up, we have who's too highly ranked, a team that did really good that uh, isn't going to do good this year. I'll go first. Cincinnati Bearcats with a C. <laughs> uh, come on, I'll guys. go second. Texas A&M with an A. Uh, what do you have to say about Tennessee? I mean, excuse me, Cincinnati. I just – it was a, it was a great season. It was a fun season. But let's get back to reality. I said this during the bowl game pick Georgia versus Cincinnati. Let's be real, guys. Let's, let's come back and let's stop playing around. Georgia – they just can't compete with the big dogs, and I know this This goes against everything I do with my comebacks and my and my upset alerts, but come on, guys. Uh, this little hot take you're making is awful. They're not going to make the Final Four. They're going to probably – they're going to do good, but they're not going to be, you know, number eight. Another team on there is Indiana. They had a great season last year. I don't know if they can do it again, especially now that I think Penn State's back. The Big Ten is finally starting to compete again. Maybe Michigan will be back. You never know. But I just don't think Indiana is going to have the same season that it had. I'm going to go Oklahoma. I don't think that they can finish uh, inside of the top four. Uh, I, you know, I know that they've got all these guys coming back. I know that people like Spencer Rattler. I don't. Uh, I don't think. I don't think they're a college football playoff team. Texas A&M. I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to win some games this year. Just don't see them. Don't, I just don't see them getting out of the SEC uh, as a college football playoff team. And if I had to pick one more team that is going to be disappointing, I guess I'll go Notre Dame. I'll go Notre Dame. They 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 seem to disappoint a lot. Uh, you know, they lost Ian Book, who I, who I thought was a good player. Uh, I just I don't know. I, I'm 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 kind of I'm kind of sold off of Notre Dame for a while after last season. Yeah, I would have said Notre Dame if they didn't disappoint all the time. So it's just <laughs> it, it is what it is. They're going to be ranked high, fall off, and uh, it'll be that'll be it. Next up, we have the Heisman. Uh, a couple names in there, and, and 
every year there's going to be a player that we didn't know right. come up. Happens but every uh, year. with the odds and what we know now, Hump, who is your Heisman winner? Dalton, I'm going to give three people, uh, and and I'm going to I'm going to rank them from three to one. And the last one is going to be who my official official Heisman Trophy winner is. Number three. Number three. This is this is crazy, but uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Malik Willis. I, I think. Really? Yeah. I. I. To me, it's more of a. He's gonna be playing really lesser opponents. Uh, but but his stats are just gonna be unbelievable. You know, he he, he from riding the bench uh, at Auburn to becoming a potential top ten NFL draft pick is is a very intriguing story. You're all about stories. And Malik Willis is going to be a stud this year for for Liberty. Number two, I'm going to pick Cincinnati. I've got to pick the leader of that team, and I'm going Desmond Ritter. I think Desmond Ritter is going to surprise a lot of people. I loved what I saw out of him last year, and I expect big things out of him this year. But my Heisman Trophy winner, you know, I said that an ACC quarterback is going to win it this year. I feel confident that they will. DJ Ungalele is going to win the Heisman Trophy winner. He's going to pick up where Trevor Lawrence left off, and I think that Clemson has what it takes to win the whole thing. So, uh, you know, I'm going to do the same thing, 3-2-1. Number three, there's always a running back in the picture and never wins it. Uh, we talked about we think Texas is going to win the Big 12, and it's going to be because of B. John Robinson. I think he's going to put up crazy numbers. He's such a freak athlete. He's going to have a lot of stats, but he's not going to win it. He's just, he's just going to be there. So number three, B. John Robinson. Number two, we have DJ Ungalele. Clemson is Clemson. All he has to do is throw it up, and he's going to have a lot of yards. He's going to make it. Uh, Clemson's probably going to be in the national championship, so uh, you're going to have the quarterback there. And my number one, you talk about stories, and I see a, I see Kyler Murray. I see a Lamar Jackson. I see this quarterback for this team that's maybe not do very well, but he's going to go crazy. That's Derek King. I think he's going to win the Heisman this year. I love that pick. I think, uh, I think he's going to go dumb. He, they might not win as a team, but he is going to have crazy amount of stats, whether it's rushing, whether it's throwing. And I, I'm excited. He comes off an injury. He loses draft stock, plays one more year. He says, I'm back. I'm staying for one more. This is it. This is Swan song. It's going to happen. I'm excited for Miami. Uh, I know I didn't pick them because I'm such a big North Carolina fan, but I'm a big Derek King fan. You know, I've said it all the time. Him and Kyle Trask played my played Alvin in high school, and they beat us by 70 every year. So I had to watch him run around since high school. So, uh, yeah, give me De'Aaron King to win the Heisman. And then finally, the, the end-all, be-all is our final four and then our national championship prediction. So, Hump, who is your final four? I don't even feel good about mine, to be honest with you. I think, there, I think there's so much parity. Uh, you know, obviously the safe way to go is to take Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, Ohio State. Uh, and I don't want to do that. Uh, you know, in no specific order, uh, here, here's my final four. I'm going to go Bama. That's boring, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Bama to be there in the end. I'm going to pick Clemson to be there in the end. Uh, and then my final two spots, uh, I've already revealed that Cincinnati has made my, uh, my final four. That's, that's certainly a spicy take. Um, but that fourth spot, you know, I talked a lot of mess about Oklahoma. I don't feel as high on Ohio State as I probably should. I want to put Georgia there, but the more I think about it, that doesn't even make sense because if I have them losing to Clemson week one and then I have Alabama winning the SEC, that's two losses. I don't I just I don't know. I have a weird time putting a two loss team in the playoff. So for my fourth team, and I'm gonna catch some I'm gonna catch some crap for this, but I did it last year. I came close last year. I think had COVID not happened, I would have done it last year. Give me 
the Fighting Ducks of Oregon. Wow. I'm going to go the back Oregon on the Ducks. Train. Yeah, back on the train. I'm going to go the Ducks uh, getting in there in the college football playoff. Um, I don't know. I, again, I don't feel great about these picks, but I think that I think that they're I think that they're good picks. I think they're the good picks. Yeah, I'm going with the safe, boring picks. Clemson, and this is no particular order either. Clemson, Alabama, of course, they're going to make it. Yep. Uh, but Alabama's not winning the SEC. We've okay. already said that. Uh, I'm going to throw Ohio State in there. They're going to win the Big Ten. So and, yours uh, is, yeah, I mean, okay. they're going to win the Big Ten and buy just by popularity and who they are. We we kind of know that college football might be a little political, so they might put the name brand team in there if it's close, just so you know people will watch the games. Ohio State's going to be in there. And then my number four pick, I, I just talked about him, thumbs up forever, green thumbs. Give me Texas A&M. And uh, so this is what it should have been last year. This is what it is It is now. Texas A&M gets in, and they're going to have themselves a chance to compete and show everybody what they're about. Don't sleep in Oklahoma. You never know. Even though we both picked Texas to win the Big 12, they could still pop in there. Oklahoma or Iowa State could. Yeah. Or te- I mean, if Texas – obviously, if Texas runs the table, they could. Uh, I picked USC to win the Pac-12. That could happen too. I, I'm big on Kendon Slavis. You, you said Iowa State. Maybe our dream team of North Carolina slides in there. Some of the team like Miami. There's a lot of good options. Wisconsin could come come around. They, they did really well. Penn State's another team. Maybe even Notre Dame. Unfortunately, I hope that doesn't happen. But I'm banking on AM. I think it's their time, and uh, they have a lot to prove, and this is their chance to do it. All right, national championship. Well, who you got? Who you got? The, who you got in the game? Not the winner. Who you got in the game? Well, you know, I just talked about it. I, if I want to go all the way, I might as well. Um, I'm gonna say Clemson. You disgust me. Look, this you is just like the Chargers. Me. I didn't put the Chargers in the Super Bowl. You disgust me. But I don't want another. I don't want another Alabama Clemson. I don't want another Clemson Ohio State. I don't want another Alabama Ohio State. I want something new and fresh. So, give me Clemson, you know, whatever, versus Texas A&M. <laughs> oh, God. I picked the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. I picked the Chargers to go to the AFC Championship. I might as well stick with my hot takes. Texas A&M will be in the National Championship, and uh, they're going to lose to Clemson. I'm going to say, uh, like, Clemson wins another one, DJ Ngulele. But Texas A&M gets there, and this is going to start a, uh, a new look for the, for the Aggies. You say you're tired of a Clemson-Alabama national championship? Don't do it. Well, that's too damn bad, Dalton. <laughs> Clemson-Alabama, it's the same It's the same every year. If we had a 32-team playoff, it would be the same every year. That's why it, it shouldn't doesn't matter. matter. That's it, why we should have an extended playoff, because even though it's going to be the same outcome, we just get to have a little more fun with it. I'm with you. I, and here's here's what it does. It, it, it takes out Texas A&M griping for a year that they should have gotten a chance. It didn't matter. They weren't going to make it last year. But – I agree that they should have had a chance. They should have had a seat at the table. But Alabama, Clemson, National Championship. I hate that I'm picking that. But there's a good chance I'm probably going to be right. Give me the Clemson Tigers, though, to win it this time. DJ Ugalele, if I'm going to pick him to be the Heisman Trophy winner, go ahead and attach a National Championship ring to his name. The dude is – I have a lot of promise in DJ Ugalele. I think that he is a future NFL stud. Just his body. I mean, you, you know, you can't teach – just that size, and 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 he's he's mobile. He can run the ball. Uh, I think that he's going to have success doing that this year. But Clemson, they're just. I mean, with Dabo Sweeney, they're just a total package. Obviously, Alabama. I'm concerned with the amount of overturn that they have at offense with a bunch of new names. But it won't matter. It yeah. won't matter. They they they've got the, they've got the horses to do it again and again and again and again. Uh, but I hate your Texas A&M pick. Uh, I hope I pray that that doesn't happen because I do not want to listen to that for for the rest of eternity. 
Uh, but Lord knows they need it because they haven't won anything since before World War II. Uh, but yeah, Dalton, I, I guess I guess that that is the FBS preview that we uh, have so long been skipping. What what a boring outcome to our preview. The same old stuff. Do I new feel day. gross. I know. I, okay, at least I put Cincinnati in in, in the playoffs. We have so, some hot takes. You know, I, I'm I'm putting out. I'm big on Malik Willis. I, know, I have A and M going to the national championship. So. A lot, of, a lot of good takes here. Uh, any last words before we finish this episode? It's getting close, Dalton. It's Uh-oh. getting close to football. It's We're getting, getting there. It's, it's getting real close. Uh, I can feel it. Uh, I'm excited for Northern Arizona. Uh, I'm excited for the future of Walk On Radio. We, you know, me and Dalton are both excited to announce whatever whatever it is that's coming. Uh, but but today today was a good episode, Dalton. Yeah, so next week we are going to get back into our regular schedule of, of how the episode will roll. You know, pick ums, NFL, FCS, yeah. FBS. News, go over some games, uh, pick them. Juggling uh, both college footballs in the same season is going to be tough. It's going to be tough. We're gonna, there's going to be a lot of good matchups on both sides. We're going to have to pick them, and NFL is going to be in there. But a lot of fun stuff. Excited for everything. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, we will talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.